Welcome to the Kinetic Belief Podcast. I'm so excited to champion and encourage you every week, right here. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Hi, I'm Stephen Canyon, and I am so excited to be back for another podcast talking about the Law of Attraction, one of the most powerful topics and subjects on planet Earth today. Why? Because so many people are having their lives upended and positively changed by understanding how the Law of Attraction works. Megan, how are you today? I am fantastic. You look great. Thank you. Yeah, you must feel good. I feel really, really good. Yeah, um, the elevation's getting to me a little bit here, but you know... My, I'm acclimating. I it's guess okay. so. Where are you? Tell everybody where you are right Keystone, now. Keystone, Colorado. How cool is it? And it was 22 degrees this morning when I, I got I love out. that. I run hot pretty much all the time. So yeah. uh, cold temperatures are something I can But isn't that love. something? 22 degrees in the morning and uh, we're still in September. I know. But and there's snow on the mountains. Snow on the mountains. But then, you know, come 12 o'clock, the sun comes out. It's gorgeous blue skies and you can go out and play all day long. Colorado is probably one of my most favorite places mm-hmm. in on the earth. I mean, you know, we travel, we go all over the place, but I always like coming back to Colorado. Every time I come here, I, I really sense that there's a, a really beautiful energy here. Just there's some sort of, I don't know, it's hard to describe. Maybe it's the mountains, but I get a lot of energy from this place. Well, we spent a lot of time in the last couple of months in these mountains. We were down in New Mexico in the uh, ski valley area of Taos mm-hmm. and uh, in Santa Fe and we went over into Arizona yeah. and uh, down in the Shiprock area and now back up into Colorado. Now would you say that you're living the life that you visualized? Oh, absolutely. There's no <laughs> no question about it. And isn't it amazing? We were just talking about this the other day that, you know, I, I was looking back and I remember saying to you, you know, um, I had forgotten about this, but it was uh, just a few years ago that uh, we were talking about uh, being in uh, certain areas and doing certain things. And you just, you know how you do that? And you, you just have what you believe to be a flippant conversation with somebody. And you talk about maybe being in New York one day doing, um, oh, I don't know, you're, in, you're, you're going to, you think you're going to really enjoy the theater and you're in New York. And oh, well, what, a, what an amazing thing that would be. And the next thing you know, maybe five years from now, you're in New York. <laughs> And you're in a stage production and you completely forgot that you had that conversation five years ago. I don't know. Uh, words are things. Words are things. <laughs> There's substance to, to, to our words and to our thoughts. And you know, that is such a cool thing to understand that science is just now catching up with, with what um, uh, thinkers have known for 2,000 years and yes. people of faith that there's substance to our thoughts. There's substance to the words that we speak. We're actually creating when we're talking and when we are thinking, especially we're creating when we dwell on something. 
Mm, that focus has so much power, so much creative power. Yeah, and it's, it's just an amazing thing. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners probably uh, have many, many stories of their own. They, they uh, have had a conversation with a friend about you know, a desire that they have, and they go into great detail of how amazing it would be if only. And then they fill in the blank, and they forget ever having had the conversation. And the next thing you know, they're living it. And the circumstances just like completely changed to to uh, um, uh, allow them to come in and, and live the life that they had already formed through the things that they had been saying. I love that you just mentioned the stories of our listeners because we love hearing from listeners. And we, we have listeners in Sweden, Switzerland, France, New York, L.A., just... You, Malaysia, it, it's amazing the analytics of the podcast. I love knowing that this is a global interest, but um, yeah, we love hearing from the listeners. And if anyone wants to share their kinetic belief, law of attraction, um, exciting success story, all they have to do is go to stephencanyon.com and we can receive those there. Well, this is an exciting time to be alive, and I started to, uh, you know, we've, we've been talking about this a lot as of late, science catching up with what we know to be uh, true when it comes to the substance of things hoped for, being evidence of things not yet seen. Um, it's not just wishful thinking. We're actually scientifically on the quantum level of physics and in particle physics and understanding how it works, uh, seeing now the molecular structure of observation changing things, of the substance of imagination uh, attracting and drawing things into existence. And uh, some of our listeners that have been listening on a regular basis, you, you've probably been catching uh, some of the uh, things we've been talking about with the, for example, the Hadron Collider in Switzerland and some of the fascinating, amazing things that they've been discovering by uh, colliding these particles together at s almost the speed of light. You know, when they first did that, do you remember uh, everybody kind of like freaking out and, and say, well, do we need to get out of Switzerland? Are you going to create a black hole here? And you know what's amazing is they didn't ha have any idea, but even the scientists. <laughs> and I don't know if you saw this. I think I showed you the photograph of the uh, physicists all gathered around. Uh, the waiting for the results of that first collision when they saw these quarks creating mass where there had not been mass before. And you could see all these physicists and they were like their fists in the air and they with their mouths wide open and, and shouting with uh, excitement, except for this one um, uh, physicist, this one woman, and she had her hand on the red button. And it was, <laughs> it was her job, Megan, to push that button if something went wrong. Oh my and goodness. she is the only one that didn't that's look sort of, very excited. That's but, sort of hilarious, though, because I got to say, if something went wrong with a, colli a particle collider, I don't think there's a button to push at well, that point. You know what? I think <laughs> right. she's probably like, just screw it. You know, I'm going to push this button on my way out. I'm, I'm going up in a puff of smoke, but maybe but for that. everybody else, I'm going to, maybe I'll have time to hit this red button. You know, I love stories like this because like you opened the, the episode with, uh, science is constantly catching up with what philosophers have been saying for centuries absolute centuries they've you know it's amazing how many of einstein's theories have been proven just recently but he knew that they were that they were true and real and that they worked um so that's that's pretty cool to see science catching up with, with well that. Uh, yes and uh, you mentioned einstein and uh, peter higgs is actually the one that came through with the 
um, uh, revelation of the God particle. As you know, actually, particle physicists don't like the, the the terminology of the God particle. They prefer the Higgs particle or the the Higgs field, which is the same thing. But what that what that did is it just added one more of the components to the the theory of relativity, uh, uh, and it just you know the question that Einstein actually never really um, uh, dealt with was, okay, we understand energy, mass, mass, energy, but where does mass come from? And that's what the Higgs um, field has proven there at the, with the particle collider is that it just shows energy uh, creating mass from nothing, wow. being observed in the, uh, in the collider. Um, yeah, oh, you know something else that's cool. I'm going to throw this out real quick. Is that they are now had they have the design for a 100 um, a kilometer collider. Well, how how big is the one they are? 27. Have? It's, it's oh, 27 wow. kilometers. They're going to build one that's 100. Well, it's over 100 kilometers, whatever that means in miles. I can't do the the math, uh, on, the the math on it, but, but it's it's long, it's wow. big, and so, That's so cool. they didn't know what was going to happen at 27 kilometers. I can't even imagine 100. Well, and I, I love the name the God Particle because it denotes so much power, so much creative power that we have access to. Um, the God Particle is super cool, and that, and that we have the ability to control that to affect our lives. I mean, come on. Yeah, you know, the God Particle is our connection to the imagination, and that is what makes the, the the law of attraction work for anybody mm. and actually the law of attraction is the the second um, law of creation the first law of creation the fundamental law of creation being the law of kinetic belief which and that's what makes the law of attraction work the law of attraction works off of the sustained belief or kinetic the motion behind a belief meaning that you know what you've got a uh, an imprint or a blueprint on the inside of you you've you've imagined um, let's let's go back to the Broadway example. You've imagined yourself on Broadway, or you take the person who, uh, from the time they were a child, they see themselves on Broadway. They 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 aspire to that. They pretend to uh, be on Broadway. They imagine it. Their imaginings are in that place. But what are they doing? They are actually creating in quantum physics the attraction for that circumstance to come into their life. That circumstance already exists outside of time. Even though it's constrained within time, everything that there is already has always existed and always will. So the opportunity, the substance of that opportunity has already existed and there is an, an attraction that begins to happen, molecularly speaking, with the sustained or the kinetic belief uh, from this person that they're going to end up on Broadway or they're going to become the president or <laughs> or they're going to become a mayor or they're going to to they you know whatever it is those are the people that are in charge of their destination and in other words they're not going through life as a victim because this the universe has a way of you're going to participate in it whether you choose to be in control of your destiny or not and if you're not practicing kinetic belief then the kinetic belief of others or things that are already happening, you kind of get tossed to and fro. It's like straddling a fence. You end up doing one thing one day and you're in another thing the next day, but the thing you're never in is the original purpose for your life. That's such a wonderful point that 
you're always participating in some sort of kinetic belief momentum. And if it's not your own that you are creating, then it's going to be someone else's. You're going to just sort of be sucked into this tornado of the person that's closest to you. You become a victim. You become a victim. Well, and and nobody wants to be a victim, right? I mean, goodness, that's the worst place to be in life, to see yourself that way. And, and, And that's what the law of attraction, connect belief is all about, is putting aside the idea of being a victim and replacing it with, I'm in control of my life. I can do anything that I can imagine. Just the very fact that I can imagine it means that it can manifest. Right. You have a purpose. Everyone has a purpose. No one is better than anyone else. No one has a better purpose than anyone else. Everyone has a unique purpose designed from the very beginning. And everybody also has a knowing. So no one actually will have an excuse at the end of all of this saying, Oh, if I'd only known what my purpose was. Now, there is the obligation, I think we all have an obligation, to get away from the noise of the world long enough to look inwardly, intrinsically, to understand and listen to who we are. What is it that excites you? What is it that you dream about? Go back to your childhood. What did, what did, uh, what excited you more than just about anything else? Because it's in those things that you're going to begin to zero in and understand what that original purpose was. All of us have a very strong Uh, purpose for being here. And it's not just about you, even though it's all about you, it's also about how you fit into the, the order of all of this. Because the happiness comes from optimism. Optimism comes from understanding your purpose tomorrow and in the rest of your life. And so uh, the, a person becomes forever happy when they understand that purpose and they're living that out and they are uh, living it out uniquely and uh, not, not following after the, the, the direction of other people who are saying, no, this is what you're here to do. This is what you need to do. Only you can answer that. That seems wildly important, doesn't it, to um, make sure that you're setting up these opportunities for you to have some sort of alone time. You and I were just discussing the other day the level of hectic lifestyle and stress that most people are living is off the charts. It's more than it's ever been in history. We have a lot of conveniences. Yay, Western civilization. But but there's so much stress that people are dealing with. And that noise, you know, you can't even begin to... to key in on what your purpose is one time, let alone maintain that every day. Mm-hmm. That's true. And you know, it's something that's something else that is so vitally important, I think, for all of us to understand that if there's any level of stress in your life, that always comes from trying to meet the expectations of others. And that only happens when some, you're around somebody else that is using their dominion in a way that is uh, not uh, correct. You, we all have dominion. We all come into this world, into the physical with uh, authority and dominion. We have dominion over this planet, but we're never supposed to have dominion over each other. Yet there are many, many people that use that dominion or control over each other, which then results in stress. So if you've got some stress going on in your life, then you gotta check yourself. You gotta check those around you and, and, and uh, start making some changes. But um, those opportunities that you're talking about that we have for understanding ourselves, getting away from the noise of the world, uh, we have to create those. 
Mm. Because in the Western yeah. society, especially, you're you're rarely, if ever, going to get up one day and be just faced with all kinds of alone opportunity and uh, time for reflection and understanding who you are. Well, I remember the day, just like it was today, the day I threw away my planner. Um, <laughs> we are overscheduled. We're you know we plan we plan out opportunity in a way that nothing else can fit. You know you're sitting there believing for something like put, giving it your all and oh this is going to manifest. It's going to be amazing, but there's no room in your schedule for anything to change. Um, so opening yourself up to those opportunities. You know obviously I guess remember when you have that haircut appointment, but. <laughs> Other than that, other than that, you know, just let it happen and, and open, opening yourself up to, I love a phrase that you used just a moment ago. You said the substance of opportunity, Mm -hmm. opening yourself up to the substance of opportunity is, it just seems like that door that opens up. And once you walk through that door, you can access anything, anything you can imagine. Well, there is a substance to, to our imaginations. There's a substance to our purpose that already exists. And, you know, talking about a planner, let's, let's, uh, let's zero in on that for just a moment. The problem with a planner for those who are practicing kinetic belief, the law of attraction, is that, and when we're taught to do this, especially in Western civilization, plan your life out, plan the next five years. What's your 10 year plan? Are you kidding me? <laughs> your 10 year plan, your five year plan. <laughs> if you're somebody that's planning your life out like that, guess what you're doing? You are planning out your heart's desire. And by planning it out, I mean you are, you are eliminating, eliminating your heart's yeah. desire from your future. Uh, you really don't know what your heart's desire is, not in the physical, even though it's within you. The way the, the heart's desire is a gift that comes to you when you commit your, your creativity toward your purpose. Mm, yeah. In other words, there are many, many things that are going to be attracted into your life when you are dedicating creativity to purpose that you have no way of knowing. So if you've planned a week from this Thursday that you're going to go to the mall and walk around until you meet that right person. You've probably planned yourself out of that um, uh, chance meeting that uh, was going to take place on the other side of town. And it's not to say that you, you, you just need to wander around aimlessly. That's not what this means at all. This just means you've got to be open every single day of your life for serendipity, for something to come into your life that you were not expecting, that was not in your planner. And if you do use a planner and something else shows up, even though you have a scheduled appointment to get your hair cut and the phone rings before you go and somebody says, you know, I want to meet you. I've heard so much about you. Cancel the daggone hair appointment and and go over there and meet this person because it's probably something that's being drawn into your life that's going to meet that expectation that you had from three years ago. That's almost a funny concept, isn't it? You know, you're just spending all this energy trying to manifest something. And then you're like, no, I have this hair appointment. I'm how sorry. many t- how many people do you know that are like that? That no, you know, let me check my planner. Uh, I don't know that if I can do this or not because I've got to, you know, got to check my, my oh, calendar yeah. here. And uh, wait a minute, you know, evaluate opportunities as they're showing up. And that's a wonderful thing to be reminded of that the law of attraction, kinetic belief, it works on belief, and so that means it works on believing for that next step 
And, you know, what is hope if you don't have, you don't have anything to hope for if you know what step 100 is. Right. There has to be an element of the unknown in order to even believe for something. A huge element of the unknown. Most of it is unknown. The thing that is known uh, is only known is like it's in your, your the substance of your blueprint that you were created with. We're not walking around. This is not in our conscience. We're not getting up every day with a, a, the the knowledge of the the uh, particle physics, the the quantum level physics of our makeup that makes us who we are, that makes us laugh at certain things and cry at others, that attracts us to one person and not another. Those are things that are part of the molecular structure of who we are, just like our purpose is. And so the way to remain open to that is, first of all, keep your joy, always be optimistic by having a uh, a sense of looking forward to the best is yet to come because what a lot of people want to do is they look around at their life now and go well this is it this is who I am this is all I'll ever have uh, these people in my life now are all the only friends I will ever have I mean and very few people are optimistically expecting the best to still come and so they structure their life that way and they end up living in this little circle of existence doing the same thing the same way day after day after day um, and the other part of this is a lot of people go around looking for that good opportunity. We've been talking about opportunities. The thing about if you are uh, being ultra aware of op- so-called, quote, opportunities, again, this is a way of planning um, or uh, to plan out of your life good opportunities or the opportunity that the universe is attracting into your life. And by, what do I mean by that? For example, uh, if you've ever gone to a movie, and I know that I've done this as a kid, and a lot of people have, you go see a superhero movie, and after watching this superhero flying around for two hours, you leave the movie with sort of a, you kind of think, hey, can, maybe I can fly, or uh, I'm gonna dr- I can drive fast, or I can dodge bullets, or I can do whatever it is you've been, you've been immersed in for a couple of hours. And so all of a sudden, this person who gets excited about what they've been observing, that's the person who wants, who would run away with the circus, excited by the gymnastics of others. And they, they run until they're exhausted and they're, they spend their life chasing after rainbows, one after another after another. And all of these things, are, they're inspired by the, what they're actually, what's happening is they're being inspired by the pot of somebody else's gold. Uh, and but for permanent joy and permanent happiness, you have to look within. You've got to turn your your attention inside of yourself, or you're just going to live without. You cannot live a purposeful life by chasing after other people's purpose. I think the obvious question then would be, how on earth am I really going to know if this is an opportunity to fulfill my heart's my true heart's desire? Or am I just chasing after someone else's idea of success? Um, I think that could be very confusing because if an opportunity presents itself and it's a real opportunity, it's it's hard to turn that down because I think we all feel as though those don't come along very often. Well, let's go back to the Broadway actress or actor again. Just um, let's say this person is has always wanted and it always wanted to be on Broadway, so they go to an audition. And then they get a phone call and they say, we uh, liked your audition and we would like you to come back and uh, uh, we want to interview you and do a second audition. Well, that's obviously 
uh, something that's being attracted into your life. Mm -hmm. And obvious, I think we underscore that. And it's not something that is mysterious or you won't recognize. And it's typically the, the way that the law of attraction works is we're dealing with substance. We're dealing with some, it's like a puzzle piece and it obviously fits. It's when we're trying to make things fit that it doesn't work or it's not supposed to be. It's when we're manipulating. If you find yourself being manipulative, then it's something that you shouldn't be involved in. Mm -hmm. The law of attraction works. It's, it, it was made for you. It was made for your purpose. It was made for your aspirations. And it fits so sweetly. And you know that you know that you know that it's for you. Um, and that's really all that there is to this. So it's easily recognizable when you're putting when you're putting out the expectations and you're grateful for what you know is already yours. And then the call comes or the meeting comes, the opportunity comes, you'll recognize it for what it is. Probably the biggest thing that you would have to watch out for is, is just those sort of the opportunities that maybe you know it's not your heart's desire, but it's also sort of tempting. Maybe it's attached mm -hmm. to a lot of money. Maybe it's you're receiving pressure to pursue that path from family or friends or influencers. Um, I think those would probably be the, big, the, the most difficult to, to turn down and continue trying to manifest this other opportunity for your heart's desire. That's so good. That's a great point. And you know, there, I think that, uh, oh my goodness, every life, especially for the person who is ambitious toward their own um, intrinsic purpose, they are going to be faced with a thousand chance encounters at the crossroads of life for selling your soul. You know, here's here's the big paycheck. You know, I know you 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 really don't want to be the uh, a dental hygienist, or you, you're really not that excited about being an, an undertaker. However, oh my goodness, um, the money's really really good for you. Are you kidding? You know, that's that's one of those crossroad moments. And that if you are truly seeking uh, happiness, joy, mind, body, spirit, soul, while you're in this life, you have to be open only to the opportunities that you know that you know that you know that it fits right into your purpose. And from my experience, whenever you are working very diligently to manifest your heart's desire into your life, it's amazing how many opportunities appear that have nothing to do with your heart's desire. Yes. Um, and they're very yep. shiny and exciting on the surface. Um, but it, I just think it's fascinating how as soon as you start trying to walk this personal unique path, just the roadblocks that immediately pop up. It's, it's, I think it's crazy. Well, there are two, there are two forces of power at work in this universe. There's a positive one and there's a negative one. And our, our initial original source purpose fits right into the positive one. And there is a, a negative or an opposing force to that. And you're right. Just as soon as you find yourself on that track to your initial original source purpose, there are going to be challenges. There will be temptations. There will be all kinds of things that will show up to try to draw you out of that. And um, it takes a person with uh, intestinal fortitude, a perseverance <laughs> that just says, you know what? I am not going to turn to the left. I am not going to turn to the right. And that's where the kinetic part of belief comes in. The kinetic is a forward motion. It's not going to be tossed to and fro. It's not going to consider the second choice or the other alternative. It's going to, you're putting on those blinders. 
and you're putting your head down and you're going to stay the course and it doesn't matter what it looks like. You're not going to live by what you feel. You're not going to live by what you see or hear. In other words, you want to get the senses out of it. And so that you are listening to the, the source of your, your soul that's coming out of your spirit, that's coming from the essence of what makes you, you. And then you just become uh, determined that no matter what, I'm going to stay the course. And when you do that, then the law of attraction starts rearranging the universe and the circumstances around you to align you with your original purpose. What would you say to the person that's listening? And they say, well, you know, Steve, that, that all sounds really good. Um, okay, live, live my dreams and pursue my heart's desire, but uh, I got to eat, man. Like, <laughs> I got I to gotta pay my bills, and I have this 9-to-5 job, and, and it, it's all consuming. And how on earth will I ever make that transition from um, just surviving to thriving and doing what I love? I mean, that seems like a huge disconnect for Great point. And you know something? And you, you answered your own question right there for all <laughs> okay. of these people because when you said, I've got to eat. I have to pay my bills. I have to do these things. You are, you are referencing those things that have already been engaged through kinetic belief. They're on the inside of you. You know you have to eat. How many people do you know in your town that you read about the newspaper? They found them uh, starved to death in their apartment because they were they really wanted to uh, uh, become a. a uh, hairstylist and they were working uh, <laughs> over in the convenience store instead and uh, they decided they weren't going to do anything except be a hairstylist and so they starved to death. Well, it, it sounds silly when you say it like that. But that's what it is. <laughs> but that's how, but what happens yeah. is we make it bigger than it actually yes. is. And we then use that as an excuse to follow the, after the, the, um, uh, the the weaker force or the easier way to go. We we follow that course of least resistance, and uh, and those are the excuses that most people will come up with. Well, and I've always believed that the most difficult part of achieving a true, you know, a truly um, fulfilling life, heart's desire, is the first step. You know, that first step of transition from saying from the now and, and stepping into the future and over into belief and really faith, um, I think that's the hardest part is the beginning. Mm-hmm. Kind of yep. when you first get on a bike, you know, the, the hardest mm-hmm. pedal is the first one to push and then you have some momentum. And you, but yeah, and you're right. I think that's difficult. And I think that there, there'll be many, many other challenges. And the person who is always successful um, with kinetic belief are those that are going to stay the course. They're going to continue to go upstream and they are so excited about their purpose that they don't care what anybody says, what anybody does, and they will not allow the obligation of bills or relationships or, or uh, you know, anything that would or hobbies or the bad news of the day or the good news of the day nothing else will take place over their sense of purpose and uh the 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 fact that they've got to do this in the limited number of days that they have on this planet and it excites them they can see it they can taste it they can smell it this kinetic believer is going to attract it they will have it and because and it's like fishing you, you know that there are fish out there and the act of fishing is why the so many people enjoy the, the fishing they may not have caught one yet but the optimism they stay with it 
they stay the course. And the person that's in kinetic belief for their purpose in life, it could be for per perfecting their health, for perfecting their wealth. They're going to stay the course and they're not going to take the second choice or the second option. And uh, another thing I would throw out there is, you know what? Timing is not everything. That's something that the world wants to teach you or get people to believe that, you know, the timing has to be perfect. Well, I just missed the timing on that. I missed my opportunity. I was at the wrong place at the wrong time. Opportunists seek the favor of perfect timing. Um, and I would just say, you know, resist, like we're talking about all these other things, resist expending any kind of virtuous energy or hurrying and worrying about the alignment of stars or opportunities or the right place at the right time and all those things for success. All that's going to be required with kinetic belief and the law of attraction is creative thought, creative imaginations. Um, your opportunities are, are created from the very beginning of time. They were, your opportunities were actually created with the original idea of you, with the original purpose of you. And all those opportunities for your original purpose and your original uh, 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 reason for being were created in the beginning. So it has nothing to do with timing. It has nothing to do with those opportunities and the, the substance of of your perfected life is always, it is always going to be present tense and always available. It sounds like one of the most important pieces of this is staying stirred up in not only your purpose, but also in the belief and the image of what you're believing for. Um, but doing that, like I said, on a daily basis, um, what do you think is the best way to remain stirred up daily. The only way, the only way to do this is through journaling. You have to journal because a journal gives you um, not only the repetition of thought, but also the the uh, the, the ongoing um, uh, continuation of that thought. Because without that, we can become so easily disjointed through the senses, like an interruption. Um, there, you, there's so many negative interruptions to the positive thoughts of kinetic belief. And the way to overcome all of that is through um, kinetic journaling. Um, uh, journaling the, the imagery that you are um, applying for the law of attraction. So journaling is the way to do this. And I'll tell you something else, and I've done this many, many times before. I'll challenge someone to do it for 100 days. That's the challenge. I challenge you to journal your kinetic belief for 100 days and uh, you will be absolutely amazed at how your circumstances begin changing around you. And, um, and it's not any, anything that you're doing to manipulate circumstances. It is the quantum physics of circumstances that begin to change because there can be no other way that these circumstances can exist around you because of the th very thing that you're attracting through that, that kinetic journaling. Um, when you say journaling, do you just mean just meditating daily and, and writing down your thoughts or, um, I mean, what do you, what well, do you mean? Well, yeah, the way that you kinetic journal is, first of all, you take the, you, you take the bulk of the, 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 the teaching of kinetic belief and there, there's definitely a, um, uh, a, the, the thought processes that 
that go with kinetic belief that you need to put before your eyes and keep stirring it up in your mind, stirring it up in your thoughts. And as you do that, you meditate. Now, what what does what is the substance of belief? What, what exactly? How does that work? And as you meditate on that, and you start journaling out your thoughts and how that fits into the very thing that you are idealizing and that you are imagining for yourself, and then the next day, you take some more of the the uh, the thoughts of kinetic belief, stir yourself up in it, meditate on it, and then do the continuation of what you were journaling on the day before. And so what you're doing is you're channeling your thoughts over you know, this 100-day period of time. You know, I'm, I'm a lifelong journaler with the kinetic belief uh, processes, and that's how it works for me. But the challenge for someone that's never done it, do it for 100 days. Stir yourself up in these thoughts and, and journal that and find the continuum in the process of journaling. I read a really great study one time about how, um, you know, people talk about breaking habits and how it takes, you know, basically three days to not feel the effects of a broken habit. But then you can actually, it actually takes at least 90 days or 100 days to have a genuine uh, mental physiological change um, and that those old mental habits are truly um, physically replaced with new ones after a certain amount of time. So I think it's really cool that not only does journaling change what's manifesting, but it's actually changing you and it's going to make the manifestation process easier. Um, Kinetic belief and your mind and your your soul and the way you're working through those things it's a muscle and you can get better at it you practice does make it easier day one it, it can be grueling it's like going to the gym after you've been out of the gym for five years um but then you, you get better at it and and it becomes i think fun um after after the first um you know adaption period well pushing a big heavy something on day one or the first time you push it it's the heaviest but there's something about inertia Mm, even in our habits that it makes it easier and easier but you know then that's that's how kinetic energy or kinetic belief works is that there is a velocity to the thought process and without that inertia Without the kinetic energy of motion, well, just take. Have you ever played the game? You know, somebody whispers a a phrase into your ear, and it's that you know, pass it along, and then you whisper it to someone else, and (laughs) then you go right down the line, and 20 people later, and the the final thought it has nothing to do with with what the original one was. Mm, Yeah. Okay. Well, that's the same thing with. uh, um, kinetic belief or the law of attraction. You may start out believing one way, but then you, the, the negative thoughts of a person will speak into your life or something happens at work the next day and it changes your idea a little bit. Um, the news that you get uh, over the current elections in the United States changes your thoughts a little bit and you go on and on and on. Well, 30 or 40 days later or 100 days later, you're nowhere near where you started. And so what happens is the the quantum physical part of uh, the substance of what you were hoping for, it no longer represents where you started. And so you're no longer allowed, there's no time uh, that's being given to the creation of the thing that you had started out with. So you're never really getting um, the results of your good beliefs. That makes a lot of sense. Um, you know, daily journaling, it's, it's really a method of keeping yourself focused 
on your goal, keeping that image in your mind, not being distracted. Um, it's sort of like a daily mental house cleaning um, so that you can just remain focused, diligent, and that's the only way to grow. Oh my gosh, and it works. Uh, it, it really, yes. really does work. It, it is an amazing thing. Um, and especially you start out right and you're stirring yourself up in how kinetic belief works. And, uh, and it allows you to overcome negative influences. And again, I, I keep going back to that because those are the two forces that are in this universe. There's positivity and there's negativity. You know, actually, in the words of William Shakespeare, he said, all the world is a stage, right? <laughs> well, the theatrics of, of which may be chosen from fact or fiction or good or evil. I mean, those are, the, those are the forces, good or evil, and all the world is a stage to stage those two things on. Now, the, the imagination, uh, our imagination knows no difference. It doesn't know, your imagination doesn't know if something's good for you or bad for you. All it knows to do is to imagine or form and to create. So what journaling does is it, it helps you to uh, prohibit not to considering or dwelling on Say, for example, you don't want to dwell on disasters, uh, disasters of nature. You don't want to be thinking about um, evil acts or uh, the, you know, bad things that happen because the very idea of those kinds of things, it has the power to terrorize or, and corrupt your life. So as a purposeful kinetic believer, you just want to think on that which is good and that which is acceptable, that fits into your purpose, because you're going to experience the thing that you dwell upon. And so kinetic belief journaling keeps you on the good course, on the good purpose course for manifesting those things that you really want to see come to pass in your life. Um, you, you spoke just a moment ago about optimism. Um, how do you define optimism i've heard it defined so many different ways um how do you see it optimism again that is something that's easily obtained from journaling kinetic belief journaling keeps you optimistic why because you are in there's an anticipatory happy anxiety that comes from you expecting to receive what you've been believing and that expectation the the experience the experiential knowledge the experience of gratitude and thankfulness for what you know is coming into your life keeps you in a position of optimism. So for example, let's say somebody comes up to you and they say, Megan, you're going to Disney World uh, in six weeks. <laughs> well, that's six weeks of pretty easy optimism, isn't it? Yes. Because you got something that you're looking forward to six weeks from now. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's the same thing with kinetic belief. You're, you're believing for um, the, the, your true love to show up in your life. That, that man or that, that partner, that person that you've been dreaming of and you just, you just want them to love you uh, unconditionally someone that you can return that to and you're believing for them you're receiving them you are kinetically journaling every day toward that person you are remaining optimistic that that's coming into your life every single day and and uh, the definition the very definition of optimism is happiness so you are intrinsically you are a happy person because of the optimism in your life so you're going out from one day to the next to the next to the next month to the next year for the rest of your life because you are a habitual kinetic journaler uh, of kinetic belief you're always going to be optimistic. So it, it sounds like you're, you're really making the point that optimism is not something that you sort of just hope. It's not just a feeling that you hope sort of appears within you and, and in your mind. It's something that you can trigger. Um, you can journal. You can put things in your path um, to 
make optimism a sure thing. Absolutely. And it's something that we're stirring up as a kinetic believer. I'm stirring up optimism in my life every single day. You know, to happily enjoy your perfected life. The other part of this is don't read books that are uh, negative. Don't watch horror movies. Don't watch movies about disaster or discuss evil pursuits or destruction with anybody in any way. And that is so much easier said than done And it, it because it stirs up the, there's a, an adrenaline rush that comes from watching these kind of things and talking about uh, the, the disasters of the day or the latest tsunami or earthquake or hurricane and all these. Those things are natural and those things occur. But what you don't want to do, if you want to be uh, a successful, happy, joyous, prosperous, healthy person living your purpose all the days of your life here in the land of the living. Stay away from evil pursuits and the thoughts of those kind of things in any way. Staging imaginings with those things, it's just going to perpetuate that because of the law of attraction. You are always attracting the thing that you're dwelling upon. So, you know, something that I've always loved about journaling is that it's multisensory. I've always enjoyed that aspect of it. I think that's one of the things that makes it so powerful because when you write something, you're seeing it. Um, if you if you have the opportunity, you are you can even read it out loud, read your own affirmations back to you. Um, it's 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 extremely powerful in that sense. You're seeing it, you're writing it, you're reading it. It, it just it, I think it really reinforces it in your in your own mind. Well, and you you again hit on something that's really powerful and something that we do um, intentionally as kinetic believers, operating and manipulating and using the law of attraction for bettering our lives. My body, spirit, and soul, as we first begin by understanding that the universe is an expanding, it is a dynamic, uh, life-forming, cosmic wonder with this limitless palette of creative choices. Uh, created choices for the the intrinsic journeyman, the, all of us that are going through this life on this wonderful, beautiful, amazing journey, each according to their own. Uh, the motion of kinetic belief journaling, what it does is it perpetuates, like you were saying, every imaginable desire to perfection. We were created way back in the beginning, even before we showed up in the physical, perfectly. Nothing broken, nothing missing. Then recognizing a source manifestation uh, in, in our own lives as kinetic believers, it's not going to require any kind of luck. And like we've been talking about perfect timing or that amazing opportunity or manipulation or the abuse of dominion or our authority or any of those things, the arrival of an imagined substance is kind of like the birth of a child, the cry of which then just it draws the attention of its parent. Um, the nurturing of those kinds of things, it, it becomes thoughtless and, and we're just compelled to do it. And it, that's, again, going back to how do we know that this is something that's part of our purpose? We know the cry of our children. We know the cry of our, of our attractions. So nothing is going to be more personal than an attracted manifestation. It is an extension of yourself, um, the expansion of which then just delights the soul with this uh, new revelation of purpose. So we began by talking about um, that you don't need to wait for the perfect timing to, um, you know, reach for that opportunity to to really, you know, and that's that's a that's 
always been a big one for me because isn't that the easiest excuse to sort of put up is that oh well, I can't do fill in the blank I can't I can't move to that city because the timing's not right or there's not enough money in the bank but all every all of these decisions they're going to require belief they're going to require that um not to be cliched but a leap of faith um i think that's always required to sort of kick start your kinetic belief process that's right and you know that's the thing that's so beautiful about the law of attraction megan is that the occasion for incubating your perfected wealth or your perfected health or your perfected relationships and i say perfected because that's all you're doing is you're going back to original source and you're unbecoming the things that you shouldn't be and you're becoming the things that you originally were Good word, unbecoming. Yeah, and it's just this holistic desire to spread your wings and and protect that which you're developing and uh and it's going to be instinctive just as much as life itself Mm, you know um we've been talking a lot about um journaling kinetic belief it works and it is it's if if it's something that our listeners are not doing i would just encourage you to start doing this in fact we have um and i have developed the law of attraction it's a guided kinetic belief journal and it's actually it's now available it's perfect timing for christmas for gifts for yourself for anyone else and it's fully illustrated and this is a 100 day guided kinetic belief law of attraction journal and i walk you through it and take you day by day by day and you journal these things and it's a challenge i challenge you to do it just do it for 100 days and um and it it just works and just like uh um anything else if you just try it and uh, uh i would say try it for 100 days and watch what happens to your life 100 days can change the next Hey, 100 years. Why not? <laughs> All right. And, you right. know, I got a sneak peek at, at your Law of Attraction guided journal. And I have to say, it's something that when you open it up, it's so beautiful. Every single day has its own illustrations that go along with that topic for that day for your purpose. And it's something that I found myself really wanting to spend time with. You want to sit down and take that moment with that beautiful page open for that day. And it has just amazing wisdom. You've written everything in it. Is that correct? Yeah, everything has been given to me. In fact, it's something that I had imagined and kinetically believed for 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 years uh, past. And this is something I've been doing for all my life professionally for 20 years and I've coached and counseled thousands and uh, and, and so this has been a, a, a process a, a passion of love something I've been able to create over the years walk us through what um, a day in this guided journal entails well it, you know with each day and uh, like we said it, it takes you through 100 days of guided journaling and using kinetic belief to for the law of attraction um, let's just take one day for example um throughout the universe like we've been talking about there exists the substance of all things hoped for and that is a fact that's something that we know not only um as believers but also that's been proven now in the laboratory researchers have looked at it they've observed it they know that this is a fact um identified in the quantum field mass and is upholding all things uh and so there is this endless supply of substance that will shape it will reshape form and reform it according to a preconceived expectation for design 
And so the same process for creating, it's located within the thoughts and the imaginations of all of us. So through the kinetic belief, law of attraction, journaling process, what you do on a daily basis is you stir up your thoughts. Um, you, you get rid of things like, say, dread, fear, anxiety, um, distress, all those things that are universal traits for those who just don't realize that uh, every need can be met according to the limitless supply of substance. So as you stir yourself up in that understanding, you begin to journal and write the visions of your purpose out in a place that you know I've provided in the journal. So something you just said that is so exciting and it's so cool is you mentioned that it it helps you overcome dread and all of these negative thoughts and feelings. Um, so in a sense, you know, let me back up a little bit. So something that I find, I don't want to say frustrating because I don't want to speak that, but at the same time, when you're believing for a thing and you're trying to manifest and you're, and you're capturing your thoughts and you're saying all the right words, that negativity, it feels like you're being bombarded with it at all times. It becomes highlighted almost. And I think this guided journal is a beautiful way to push back against the negativity of this world. You know, we don't have that many tools that allow us to combat in a real way the world's negativity um, and toxic influencers. And this is a yeah, huge weapon. And that's exactly right, because that's what negativity, negativity is, any, is something in opposition to positivity. And here the positive thing would be the very thing you've imagined to attract into your life. The negative thing is something that comes up or maybe it's a border bully or someone that speaks in your life that says, well, you know, I, I, I hear that you say that you're wealthy, but I don't see it. Well, that's a negative to the positive, And then you start to agree with the negative. But listen, there is no such thing as no such thing right? It's only when we believe there's no such thing, or we believe in the inability to possess that the ability to be in lack is now going to exist. So like we were saying, dread, fear, anxiety, and distress, all the negative things, which are universal traits, those are the things that you're dealing with when you begin to kinetically believe to attract uh, the things into your life that are good for you, your good purpose. You know, another um, really beautiful tool that I know has helped me so much in addition to the guided journal that is going to be going to be out soon is is your website Stephen with a v canyon like the grand canyon.com it is full of resources um a lot of them are free beautiful teachings um one-on-one -on -one teachings from you I know that people can also email in questions there um uh, what what do you think is is probably the the biggest asset that people will find when they visit your website? Well, I think that it is the quickest way that I can be in touch with you, and uh, I love people, as you know, and, and it is a there, and, and I know it sounds like a cliche, but it's so true. I I adore people, and I see them as. Uh, everyone being amazingly created. There are no spiritual birth defects. Everyone having a genuine purpose as a creator on planet Earth. I love meeting people. I love spending time with them. I like coaching. I love encouraging. And I just quickly recognize in, in everyone that I meet the, their God particle potential to become this amazing uh, specimen of, of a human being while here on the Earth. The website, in my mind, and the way that we created it is to allow me to interact 
with those that are visiting the website and to be in touch with them and then to provide the resources to to teach them to walk this walk that we talk about uh, through the podcast and through the books and through the uh, uh, the kinetic uh, belief journaling. So I, I heard that you respond personally to every email <laughs> you get. Is <laughs> that true? That. Uh, or I mean, it's okay every, if you outsource it, but do you really? Yeah, well, you know, I guess the, the, the nice ones, sure, of course, you know, and, and as long as I can. Um, uh, again, I just, I, I think uh, there's nothing that is more valuable to any of us than a word of encouragement, edification, championing, celebrating. And that's what we're all here to do, I believe, is to lift each other up. And, and by doing so, we, we strengthen ourselves as well. Yeah. Absolutely. There is absolutely power in um, like-minded people, like-mindedness. And that's another thing, you know, when we have the events, that's the most exciting part about the event. Um, well, I shouldn't say that. Your teaching <laughs> is the most exciting part. But I just love being around people who believe the same way. It's so fun. It's so encouraging. And um, that's on the website as well. Well, this has just been a really beautiful time and thank you for all the wisdom and insight and and content. Oh, thank you Megan this is always so much fun and I just want to close out today by saying you know what I am so thankful for the masterful mind to perceive without fear to go through this life without being afraid uh, afraid of trying the unknown trying things that I've never tried before because I believe there is more than enough for every vision for every person that's ever had a vision or ever will the the universe is not in lack and I receive today right now my perfected wealth and and for every person listening right now i just believe that you're going to be it's like being shot out of a cannon and you're going to be started on a journey in your life to where you're going to attract your perfected wealth your perfected health have a sound mind body and soul and uh and i'll tell you this that the law of attraction has responded to my kinetic belief and um and and I know that it will to to everybody else's as well. Yeah, it was. This has just been an, an amazing time. I feel so encouraged, and and I love the idea of journaling. I think that's going to be a huge part of not just the first step of success, but maintaining it on this um, long term basis. I challenge every single person listening right now. I challenge you to for one hundred days to journal your kinetic belief you will be absolutely amazed at what will start showing up in your life. Repeat this after me. Just say this right now. Say, I am so thankful for being qualified to receive all that I can think or imagine. I'm perfectly made. Say it out loud. I'm perfectly made. I love myself. I love me for the one God made me to be. I love others according to the same. Right now, I receive my perfected wealth, my perfected health, for the betterment of my soul. Thanks, Megan. Thank you. Bye.